Well, hey guys, Bill Santos, uh, EMP Oakville. Want to welcome you to another episode in our uh, Job Placement Tips podcast. So we're glad that you're here. I want to remind you of our website, empoakville.com, where you can check out some information there. Want to uh, let you know that if you have any questions or if there's any particular topics you'd like us to cover on our podcasts, uh, you can email us at info at empoakville.com. That's info at empoakville.com. Also want to remind you that we have launched something called uh, Workshop Wednesdays every Wednesday beginning uh, June the 10th. We'll have um, two-hour uh, workshops. We'll be broadcasting over Zoom. They're uh, inexpensive, $35. And uh, we'll be keep those things very practical and go over some uh, very practical aspects of the job placement uh, work that you guys do. And so check that out. You can check that out on our website at uh, empoakville.com or by uh, sending me an email at info at empoakville.com. Uh, today I want to talk about the uh, two job markets. And this is something that, you know, for many of you, you, you know, you share with your job seekers when it, you know, when you're giving them tips as to how go out and look for work, but that we sometimes forget within the context of our job placement work. And so there are uh, what two job markets we talk about, the hidden market and the open market, right? So the open market, as you well know, is that public, you know, labor market that we experience every day. Uh, the open market, uh, you'll find jobs there, you know, advertised locally, regionally. Uh, you'll see them nationally advertised. They're posted on signs in front of establishments. They're included in formal competitions in government and public agencies. They're listed with different internet services. And so, you know, you can you can look at that and you can assess and just ask yourselves a question. If you looked at... Uh, the uh, job seekers over the last you know couple of years or last year, what percentage of the individuals that you work with either uh, had interviews or you know hires, but uh, the, you know from opportunities that were sur- sourced out in the open market? So, what percentage would that be? And if you're working with uh, a hard to serve population, I think you're going to see that that number is quite low. Now, you know, a lot of job developers gravitate to the open market. Why? Well, it's easier to identify. It's accessible. You know what jobs are available. And, you know, in essence, in the open market, the employer has taken that first step and said, you know, you know, I'm predisposed to a discussion about, you know, employment. And so many job developers feel comfortable with that, uh, with that market because it's so, you know, it's so obvious and it's so, and it's right there, right in front of you. The problem is it's also in front of thousands of other people. And so it creates a very competitive environment for your job seekers. And so when you're working with individuals with employment barriers, the, the, there are a number of disadvantages that the open market presents. It's highly competitive. So, you know, everyone else is applying also and the employers will then from that pool of applicants they get gravitate to selecting the best. And so, you know, if your job seeker is not the best, they will not be selected. Employers tend to be a lot less flexible in the open market. Well, why? Why are they less flexible? Well, they don't have to be flexible because they have such a big selection pool. 
right, so that they can begin to elevate their hiring requirements based on the fact that there's this large pool of potential applicants. Uh, employers tend to increase their qualifications by the number of applicants available. So the more applicants that respond to the posting in the open market, the higher the qualifications for entry will become just because there's a larger pool. The high failure rate in this job market leads to demotivation and discouragement, making a candidate with an employment barrier less ready to go to work, right? Because they rarely, if ever, get picked, get shortlisted. And so it begins to discourage them. And I'm going to tell you, for many of the job seekers that you're working with, the one thing they have going for them is that motivation to go to work. If you lose that, boy, then the situation really gets tough. And so uh, concentrate when you as a job developer concentrate in the open market, it will result in you finding jobs that are publicly advertised, but which few other people really want. The less desirable jobs build the stigma about the jobs that our candidates uh, can do. And so um, we always advise that the, you're going to get the most bang from your buck from the hidden market. Now, the hidden market, let's just briefly talk about that. Well, that includes jobs that are filled using uh, very few public announcements or formal competitions. So what happens here is generally the employer will inform people that he or she trusts about these opportunities and uh, in the expectation that these folks that they trust will bring forward uh, qualified referrals and then the selection, you know, of these referrals and the decision to, you know, which one they will actually go with uh, rests upon, in large part, the relationship that the employer has established with the individual making the referral uh, to them. It is also reflected in the timelines the employer is working within. And so, in, so uh, in, this, in this hidden market, uh, the opportunities are way less competitive because the, the candidate pool is, is so much smaller and therefore fewer people are actually interviewed. It's driven by a network, right? So the candidates are referred to the job because they know the employer. These are people that the employer has a relationship. And it's proactively... Uh, driven as the employer takes the initiative to find the candidates. Now, the vast majority of the jobs, all of the research tells us that the vast majority of jobs available in your community, even right now, 80%, if not more, are found within that hidden job market. And in times right now where we're in recession and once we come out of this pandemic, you know, we anticipate the labor market will really tighten up. Um, it the, the hidden market will be much higher than 80%. So if you have not uh, established a conduit into the hidden market, you may be hard-pressed going forward um, to, to be connected to the jobs that are available in, in, uh, in your community. And so now what are the advantages of the hidden market to individuals with barriers to employment? Well, there are many more jobs in the in the hidden market and in the labor market, you know, some research suggests there are nine times more jobs in the uh, hidden market than there are in the uh, in the open market. 
And so now the jobs, things like, you know, transitions and you know, what we call attrition, those the vast majority of those jobs appear in the hidden market and not in the job market. And that's a, a large a factor that makes that contributes to that market being so much larger. Uh, the market is less competitive. We touched on that as fewer uh, candidates are assessed in terms of uh, their likely ability to do the job. And so um, rather than this, so they're assessed rather informally rather than a more formal. Uh, and here timing is the key factor. If we can get in front of an employer early enough, the employer may consider only one candidate at a more basic level of performance, thereby avoiding this drawn-out selection process. In many cases in the hidden market, the employers prepare to take a lower uh, hiring standard or a lower skill level in exchange for availability, having the job seeker available right away. And uh, once a productive relationship is established with an employer in the hidden market, it leads to all sorts of other jobs and other referral opportunities within that organization or outside of that organization. The employer's uh, image of uh, individuals with um, barriers to employment will also be changed as uh, the employer will begin to see those job seekers as they really are. So what are the disadvantages to jobs in the hidden market for persons with barriers to employment, there's, there's almost none. Now, there is an investment that is required to make those initial connections and to establish those relationships. And, and that, in my assessment, is one of the key activities within um, job development. So, hey, look, you've got the two markets. Focus on the hidden market. Uh, and uh, I think you'll find way more success there. Well, that's what we have for this time. Uh, we'll uh, carry on with this and other topics next time. Remember to check out our website, empoakville.com, and remember to uh, send us an email if you have any questions or any particular topics you'd like us to cover. Okay, we'll see you back here again next time. Take care.